few years ago, you probably would have found me at the bar all night long ripping shots with my friends. And then I would go home and probably cry until 3 a.m. Today, I practice yoga and I meditate every morning. And this change has really saved my life. Every word I share on this show comes from those days and those nights where I couldn't see five minutes in front of me. Everything was about how much I could do, how much I could accumulate, how good I could look. The Bright Side of the Moon is a show made to help you accept the dark with the light, the intense with the relatively easy, all while still feeling connected to your soul and living from this place. You no longer need to fear the dark because without it, you'll never be able to fully experience the light that lies within. I'm living proof of this. This show is a place for me to share about the things I've learned and the coping skills that have saved my life. We'll laugh, we'll cry, and we'll definitely swear. <laughs> but most of all, we'll connect with the light within. I'm Paige Pitchlar, and this is The Bright Side of the Moon. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bright Side of the Moon for episode one. I'm so glad that you're here. My name is Paige Pitchlar, and I'm so excited to kind of talk about what this show is about, what the impetus was to start it, where it comes from, and all the things. And the first thing that I really wanted to say was that this is the show that I really needed when I was in some of the darkest spots in my life. And not only that, but I wanted it to be fun because life gets so serious sometimes. And at the end of the day, it doesn't have to be that serious. So bright side of the moon, it's playing the light with the dark, the good with the bad, you know, all those things and how we can come together and make this enjoyable, even when we are suffering or going through periods of distress or turmoil, how we can come back to your soul and feeling good in that space and do it in a really fun way. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about and create this space and community where it kind of normalizes not living in the light sometimes. And I had someone say that to me about a year ago and he just looked at me and said, Paige, you can't live in the light all the time. And hearing that really changed a lot for me. So instead of fighting the dark and being like, I can't be sad, I can't be sad, I learned how to accept it so I could move through it and get back to the light when it was time. So I've accumulated so many coping skills, different mechanisms, meditation, whatever it is, to move through these. And this is what I wanted to share on Bright Side of the Moon. So, I mean, finding yoga and meditation saved my life. I suffered from an eating disorder, crippling anxiety, really, really bad issues like that, and depended a lot on alcohol, had some abuse from men, just a really dark place. And I looked so happy, like I looked like I was having fun. And it was mind numbing when I would come home and be like, why am I so sad? Why am I so anxious? And so years later, I've really done some intense healing work. And I know that a lot of people are still in that space or on the healing journey. And more people are kind of stepping onto the spiritual path, even if it's not overtly spiritual, like you're, you know, into goddesses or anything. But I mean, even meditating, doing yoga, slowing down breath work, that is a way of reconnecting with what we already know. And that spiritual essence that we really are. And I've been on this path for a while and it's intense. It's really intense. And healing from some of the traumas 
and things like that was also intense. So not only were the traumas intense, but the healing process was as well. And I wanted to make a spot where we can just talk about that and normalize it. Because a lot of times you don't really feel that normal. Like, I mean, when I'm doing Reiki and stuff and I come out and I have seen all these visions and, you know, I'm seeing colors in my third eye. And then I would have to go back to my corporate job and talk about press releases. Like, it's just hard to integrate the two. And I wanted to really dive into that and make it more accessible and easier to go through it. And one of the first things I want to talk about is meditation because it really is coming into its own and more people are starting to see how beneficial it can be. And some people are kind of missing the point in my opinion. And I'm so happy that more people are slowing down and we're starting to marry the masculine and the feminine energy. And if you don't know what that is, totally fine. (laughs) So there's two polarities, masculine energy, which is predominantly what we're kind of coming out of, pushing all the time, money first, outcome first, always grinding, and never really having that balance of the feminine, which is attracting, allowing, living, being in the present, creating from within rather than creating out of necessity and worrying about money, this, that. So marrying the two, and we're starting to get closer to that. Even if you look on Instagram, there's more quotes about resting and taking time, which is so, so needed. And again, we're just scraping the surface of this. This is really the tip of the iceberg because, I mean, I still struggle with this. I come from a background of pushing constantly. Like I went to the gym for hours at a time and I wouldn't eat and I would go to class and then I would work and then I would worry. And that paradigm no longer serves us. So when we're talking about meditation, talking about slowing down, it is the first step to bridging those entities, bridging those energies and marrying them in a way that feels really good. And I mean, God, if you would have told me in college that I did yoga every single day and meditated, I would have laughed in your face. I was so obsessed with being type A and being a doer, quote unquote, and doing more than the next person. And doing things just to do things is a quick way to get burned out. And I think the biggest thing to take away from that is that we are, again, are really creating big shifts. And the way to do that is through this community. So as we're marrying these energies, it's important to think about why we're meditating in the first place. Because I mean, I hear it all the time. Like I don't have time to meditate. It bothers me because I just think the whole time I can't do it, which totally... I was there. I get it. (laughs) And the biggest thing to remember is that it takes time. You don't sit down and meditate for an hour on day one. And because we're so in this masculine energy, you're not just going to flip to feminine all of a sudden when you've been marinated in it and brought up to believe one thing, you know, that you can only get what you want by grinding and no pain, no gain, which in reality, it's the opposite. Just a personal note on that. Like I, again, I grew up with that kind of paradigm. And so by the time I was like 15, even like 26, yeah, somewhere in there, I just was really burnt out, like very burnt out. I grew up kind of taking care of everything, the house, my sister, myself, everything. And I experienced that feeling really early in life. And I was like, you know, I don't want to do things just to do them. Like, I don't want to have to do things to feel safe. I want to do them because I'm thriving and I love them. And that's a much more feminine place to be 
but married with a masculine. Like I was still doing things. They were just things that felt good. And to come into this is by meditating and to start aligning rather than forcing. Because if you're pushing a boulder up a hill all the time, that's one, not sustainable. Two, it sucks. Like who the hell wants to do that? I mean, I just don't. (laughs) And so again, we're marrying these energies through meditation. So if you're new to meditating or if you're an expert, awesome. Because even just giving your mind that space, I explain it this way a lot. If you think about it, when does your brain have a second to relax? Like when does it have a second to just chill? I mean, all day long, we're going from one thing to the next. If we're bored, we're bored. We're freaking out about something that happened in the past or something that's going to happen in the future. Even when we're sleeping, our brain is processing things and it's subconscious. It's never off. It's never resting. And without meditation, it's a quick recipe to just get so overloaded. And right now we are just so overstimulated. There's so much information. There's so much this. Everywhere you go, there's just somebody wanting to tell you something. And without that space with you coming back to your energy instead of constantly absorbing everybody else's, no wonder you have anxiety. Like, no wonder I had anxiety. I was going to the bars till 3 a.m. absorbing everybody's energy. I would wake up, go to the gym and do my homework and then hang out with my friends. And I never had a second to decompress, to ground myself. And that's a whole nother topic of grounding, which I talk about in a later episode. But really, really understanding that you have to come back to your body and get out of your head. And that's what meditation helps you do is understand that silence and that gap. And even if you're thinking about things while you're meditating, meditating isn't like having no thoughts, which I hear all the time. And I'm like, (laughs) I have so many thoughts during my meditation. It's a little bit unnerving sometimes, but I know how to separate myself from them. That's the difference. So in meditation, you're just observing as the thoughts go by. And learning that is a skill. This whole thing is a skill. And you're not going to learn it overnight. You're not going to completely dismantle generations and hundreds of years of a masculine paradigm with one meditation. And I didn't know that. I just knew that I really liked guided meditations. They helped me calm down. But when I was like in the midst of a panic attack, it wouldn't really help. Like it would just make me more anxious trying to calm myself down. So if you're having really bad anxiety, I say get to yoga, do some breath work, but still kind of keep your eyes open so you're still like present just as a way to deal with any kind of anxiety that comes up. And I'll kind of talk about this in later episodes as well, because I suffer so much from anxiety and I've learned so much from my own healing process of how to get through it in really healthy ways rather than, you know, going out drinking, which, you know, if that works for you, hell yeah. It just didn't work for me. And so again, really trying to understand these new paradigms and I'm so happy that people are starting to see the value of meditation. And because again, it really did save my life. I mean, I couldn't escape my own thoughts. I couldn't escape. And it's interesting now because I've taken a few classes on meditation and like MBSR, mindful-based stress relief. It's not about connecting to anything. It's just about being mindful. And for me, I need to connect to something. Like when I'm quieting my mind, I'm going in to connect with source. I'm going in to connect with my soul. I'm going in to connect with the truth that is my being. And I need that. You know, some people don't. But for me, I think that without that sense of being 
surrounded and coming back to love, coming back to my true self, it really kind of rings hollow. Because otherwise I'm just like, oh, I'm feeling my hands. I'm feeling my legs, which there's certainly a place for that. But I need it to be connected to a higher power and something that is within me. That's what meditation is. And that's how it is such a saving grace for so many people. Because if your mind's always going, think about it. Your mind is constantly one thing to the next. Boom, 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 boom. Where can your soul get a word in? Where can it get any of the things it needs to tell you in edgewise? Nowhere, like literally nowhere. Because we're all on this autopilot, ego driving, need to do this, need to achieve, need to have this much money in order to prove myself, need to have people think about me a certain way. And that thought process, that hamster wheel never stops. So when you consciously come back and make some space in between all these thoughts, even just a little, you know, even just like a second, your soul can kind of edge back in and you can start to hear it. You can start to see it. And suddenly you'll start to notice that your life feels different because you know what it feels like to feel good. You know what it feels like to feel taken care of and supported and rooted because you've connected with your soul. Again, even if it's only for a few seconds, that those seconds can change your life. And we're going to talk more about this later, but I do just want to say meditation will make a huge difference in your experience. And if you need help with that, just DM me, whatever. I have a few recorded meditations that I can send, but I just wanted to get that off and say, we really do need to focus on that. And I'm so happy that that tide is turning, but I think it's really important to remember that we're meditating to connect within and to connect with source, God, whatever goddess, whatever works for you is to connect. And without that, we kind of miss some of the point. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about using meditation as a way to heal through trauma and other ways and other spiritual kind of things that happen on this path, even if you don't even consider yourself on that path yet, but just a path to self-realization and self-actualization. And Wayne Dyer talks about self-actualization all the time and what that is. And that's really just being connected to your source, your self that is within you. And we're so constantly looking outside of us all the time. Once I have this, I'll be happy. Once I'm this title, it's going to be easier. Once I have this, and it's not the way. We're never going to get there. And as long as we keep living like that, it's going to be really hard. And I was living like that and I hit rock bottom over and over and over again. And that's why I wanted to share this because I've shifted my life. I've shifted my mindset and I wake up every day knowing that I'm connected and I am on my path. And it's so much better than just going through the motions. And we'll talk a little bit about career stuff and the ups and the downs that come with that. But I just want you to know that I'm here and I get it. And I know that it doesn't feel good to constantly be using your achievements, your money, your titles as a barometer for your worth. And self-worth is at the core of this. Self-worth is at the core of this podcast. Self-worth is at the core of meditation. It's at the core of everything. And we're going to talk a lot about this as well, because it is the reason why our lives transpire the way that they do. Like, what do you believe you deserve And I know that's really overdone. And sometimes when you don't understand that concept, it can be really irritating. I'm like, okay, what the fuck does that mean? Like, how do I suddenly think that I'm worthy? (laughs) And again, this is a years long journey, but it's the truth. Once I started understanding 
Like, oh no, I'm worthy because I exist, not because I did this for someone. I ran an extra mile on the treadmill. Like, no, I'm worthy because I'm here and I'm showing up and I live from my heart and I extend kindness to myself so that I can extend it to others. And that's what I want to get across that once we start detaching from the ego and what we need to be and come back to who we are and this soul and this everlasting peace and love that is within us, our lives will change. We'll be more fulfilled. We'll be happier. We can be kinder to people because we're kinder to ourselves. And this is what I want to catalyze. And I'm so excited to share it with you. I'm so excited to share all these mechanisms with you and all the things that I've learned. So I know we talked a little bit about meditation today. We'll talk about that later. And I'm really grateful that you're here. And I just want you to know that if you've ever felt really lost, really alone, or that's happening now, and you just don't know why you're here, what the point is, I get it. I get it. And your purpose is within you. It is not outside of you. It never, ever, ever will be. It is within. And in order to find that, we have to get quiet. We have to connect. We also have to have fun. For God's sakes, I'm so tired of it feeling so rigid. And we can have fun and explore this and heal from the old wounds and the old belief systems that we're carrying. It can be really fun. Like, yeah, it can be really uncomfortable sometimes, but it can also be fun. And we can laugh about it and do all the cool things. (laughs) So again, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you're healing. I can't wait to get started with this. And I love connecting. So thank you again. And I'll see you next time. See you later.